Hello and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to um, a very, I don't know, are you are you rough, Gilly? I feel as rough uh, as a bear's testicle, if I'm totally honest. I'm all right, actually. I've, I was a, a bit rough when I woke up this morning, but I'm all right now. I say this morning, yeah, it was yeah. just after 11, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just about. Just, just, just got in there. Hello, everyone else. <clears throat> a happy new year to everyone. Um, hopefully, everyone's not feeling as rough or looks as rough as both me and Gilly do. Um, we're going to be discussing briefly the Man City loss at home on the 28th and the Newcastle draw. I've got to keep remembering it was a draw, it wasn't a, a loss, uh, as I keep you know reacting to. But yeah, we'll we'll be right back with you after this short intro. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better Pod. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Cast. Let's do this. Hello again, everyone, in the comments. Happy New Year to everyone who's joined us this, this afternoon. I keep saying, I nearly keep saying this morning because it feels like morning still. Um, hope you're all you well. Just got here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tell you what, I've been quite active today. I've been to go outdoors and everything. Um, wow. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm going to go buy myself a new jacket and stuff. But did you have a good New Year? Yeah, 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 it was, it, it was all right. Um, watched a couple of films, drunk uh, a couple of bottles of fizz, you know. Yeah, fairly standard, but yeah, no, you were all right. You, um, well, I bought myself, uh, you know, the Beaver Town beer, so I bought oh, myself yeah. a nice little gift set, uh, before Christmas. Um, so I thought I, I tackled that, I tackled that last night. Bloody good stuff, you know, and we're not, we're not, you know, sponsored by Moreau. I just thought, you know, I'd share what I was drinking <laughs> last night, but uh, no, if, that, if, if they want to get in touch and talk to us about sponsorship, yeah, if you, if you want to, if you want to ch- stick us a couple of cheeky sponsors our way, then uh, we will not <laughs> um, look any further. But no, no, good one. Um, hopefully, you know, if we can put 2022 behind us now and we'll look forward to 2023, um, 
but you know we'll we'll delve into that a little bit more. We'll start with the Man City game then. Um, apologies, we didn't have a Berardi and Cook because the others just couldn't be bothered. I think <laughs> so. Me and Gilly will talk about it now briefly. Um, so, what did you make of the Man City defeat then? As as expected, really. Um, well, I I was very very worried. I think the balance of of the game and the way that the game played out and the chances that were created for them and you know the lack of chances for us more than anything else i think that's that's pretty much what we expected i were really worried about this one being a cricket score so the fact that we came mm. out uh, having lost by two i think we we talked about it on the main pod and jay said i can never i could never just accept a defeat but you look at the capability that they've got and the the, the way that the game went, and it it could have easily been a lot more. I think I think I know we got beat, but I think that that scoreline flatters us somewhat. Um, I think we only had what thirty percent possession, something like that. Yeah, Marsh Ball is not to dominate possession. You know that that's no. that's marked difference to 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 Bielsa Ball, but thirty um, percent is is you know that's 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 a pushing it a little bit. Um, but that's not because of the way that we set up. That's just because of how dominant they are. Um, so, yeah, 3-1. I predicted 5-1, I think, um, and <laughs> thought that that might be slightly conservative. So it, it was better than I expected. Um, I think if you look at the chances, they did spurn some. You know, Haaland could have had an attack oh, in God. first half. Grealish missed at least yeah, three. God. Um, yeah. So you know, and I love that. That I mean, I know he got a couple of assists, but I love that 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 he fucked up in front of goal against us because I'd have hated to see him score after diving, yeah, yeah. after whinging and whatever else. You know, that's that. <laughs> I think Grealish's stars risen a little bit. You know, there's there, there was some stuff during the World Cup where he were interacting with fans, and and I think there was a disabled fan that had gone well out of his way to uh, to, to to give a great day to when he was with Man City, and the, the, you know, it, it seems like he's a Thick bastard, but a nice thick bastard. Um, <laughs> yeah, you put him on a pitch, and 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 he's a cheating bastard. So I, I would uh, really yeah. not to see him score. No, he's a proper shit house. Like, and have you seen that? Have you seen Troy Hawk? Have you seen uh, the comedian Troy yeah. Hawk? It's, um, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the Greatest Guild guy, like the Greatest Guild guy, Jan Mulby, all that sort of stuff. And he yeah. did a skit with all the the Man City, City players and. And he, I think he said something like, "You've got a, a, a marvelously symmetrical face, or something like that." And he, and, and kind of went like that. He kind of touched his face like, like he had something <laughs> on his face. You know, he is he is a bit of a numbskull, isn't he? But he does seem like a pre- pretty pretty nice kind of down to earth sort of lad. But he's just an absolute shit house. Um, and and some of the, but he's a master at it. You know, yeah. if if he played for my team, would I would I you know would I be all for it? Maybe sometimes, especially around the box. Well, look I mean, at, he, look he, at, he literally gets look at Ailing, you know, and look at oh. how we treat the Ailing flop. So you know, exactly. I, I, it's, so. it's a little bit hypocritical of me, but yeah. the Ailing flop usually there is some form of contact. Just contact. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> uses it. Ailing uses it well. That case. Yeah, from a defensive point of view, he uses it well because if he's stuck or whatever and he gets any contact, he'll go down and wins. You know, you've you've gained or re, well, you've kept possession and you've you've shielded the ball. He's gone down, and then obviously everyone piss off and we can start again. Where he's he's completely different. You know, he's looking to get fouled all the time to give them an advantage from an attacking play. So he is a shit house, but you know, whatever. Um, Harland, what did you make of him? Well, I yeah, I think he'd already said that he'd predetermined he wasn't going to 
go over the top with celebrations if he scored. Celebrations, yeah. Um, uh, he's he's exactly what we have all expected, didn't he? Well, he's the youngest person to ever get to twenty or the least matches to get to twenty goals. Yeah, or yeah. It was. yeah, yeah, twenty. Um, yeah. I, think, I think I saw some at Mad. I would try to catch up on match a day earlier, and, and um, I think I saw some at Mad. Like he's got twenty nine already. It's, it's we're not even in all competitions. Yeah. Season. Yeah. In all comps, he's got twenty, yeah. and and they're still in all of those competitions. So it's not like he's going to play fewer games as the season goes on. He's just it's insane. Scary, isn't it? It's scary. Yeah. And it, the thing is, like, it's not. I mean, the, the, his his last finish were just literally. I mean, they were a bit. It were a bit fortunate, but it was just a one touch finish. Yeah, Grealish, Grealish cut back across our box, Bosch, just one simple left foot bang, and it went in. It's like you know, yeah. his first one would have tapped him, won it. Um, and he's got the everything. Rod, the rod, he, he does have everything: the strength, the the, the, the pace, the turn yes. of pace over the first five yards. He's good in air. He's, he's, he's the complete striker, and and he, you see that in him is that he just exudes confidence as well. So mm. you you have the confidence. I don't know if you've seen any match it there, but um, uh, no. he he got a bit of a a, a kicking uh, with Everton. Um, what went physical with him? And it just made him angry, and it just made him more determined to score. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to piss him <laughs> um, off, do you? Well, that's it. And so, <clears throat> for, for me, uh, I think you know, leading you know, you are. He's, he's you know that that. Yeah, I, I think so, some of the the outpouring of affection, especially from Marsh. I know that he'd, he'd played under him before, but I think he went a little bit far for my taste. But equally. Mm. He is a Leeds fan. We know that he's a Leeds fan, and, and yeah. so there's always there's always going to be a little bit of that. And I think that there was that bit of a, you know, it, it wasn't that he he did an Adebayor in front of Arsenal fans running left yeah. <laughs> left slide, park knee slide, yeah, knee slide, yeah, yeah, um, do, do a lap so, round and knee slide. Yeah, so there, there were a bit of um, a, a mutual respect, maybe. Um, so you know, and, and I appreciate that. But he's a monster. He's an absolute monster. He's, he's an animal. When your when your two mates messed up at the back, um, and Grealish <laughs> latched on latched on to that to that mis, you know misplaced pass or whatever. Well, actually, I don't, it wasn't a misplaced pass. It was actually going to cut, but I don't know what happened. I think he looked away, and all of a sudden Grealish had taken off his toe end. But you yeah. saw, like, obviously, the Harlem would be behind were behind Jack Grealish, and managed to burst through, absolutely left cock in his dust, and just the, the pace on him is just it's frightening. It's yeah. frightening. It just left him for dust. And it was just like, oh, wow. Well, this is a goal. Obviously, this and is And it's from a standing goal. start. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's that first five yards is is where you, you know, if yeah. you get in front of somebody, it's really, really difficult. And then you can cut across them or you can just out-muscle them or just, just mm. hold your line. And then it's so difficult for a defender to try and manage that. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. So, the, the pass maybe should have been a little bit, Heavier, as in as in the pass were a bit short, but Cock would asleep. Um, and and yeah, mate. You, 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 but but you, you know, even half a second when you're playing against players of that caliber, you're going to get punished. Oh yeah, and, and I mean they do. Know, they, that they team do is literally that. dripping with talent as well, isn't it? Yeah. What yeah. did you think? Um, we'll, we'll talk we'll, a couple more bits about Man City, and we'll try and. You know, talk a little bit about the positives from that game from our from our side. But what did you think to Calvin's return? Um, <laughs> eats what he wants. <laughs> <doesn't> he? <laughs> well, yeah, that is literally. I mean, there isn't right a lot to say about it, is there? Um, no. You know, he eats what he wants. He eats what he wants. Calvin Phillips eats what he wants. That was it. And I kind of hoped. I mean, there were lots more chants going on in concourse and stuff like that. You know, 
um, Phillips of Yorkshire Polo is massive, you know, and, and and a few and a few others. But I actually stuck fucking I actually stuck V's up as well. You know, when I went round <laughs> and I kept going, fuck off, shit house. Oh, you man. animal. You vile no, I start, animal. No, I just, I just thought, no, fuck you. Oh, twatting with Nike as well. I just thought, no, yeah, piss off. We've just been dicked by a city and he's running around smiling at everyone like, shut up, you little shitbag. Yeah. Go play bloody bit. table tennis back at training centre. That's all you're <laughs> bloody good for now. Um, so positives from, from our team then. How did you think we fared? Because I thought we did well to keep them out until literally the last minute at the first half. I thought we, I thought we hustled them well. But you yeah. can kind of see... It's like watching Serengeti in it, you know, when you can see some sort of, you know, wild, I don't know, wild, a wildebeest or a little baby elephant that's, you know, just a little bit too far away from its mother, and the lions <laughs> are circling, and you're just thinking, yeah, one of them doing is going to doing that shoulder do thing, you. like Billy Cobb doing that does. shoulder <laughs> shit, and I just thought they're just literally taking the time. They were so patient, so patient, and then bang, one nil, and just thought, right, it's going to be an onslaught from now. But what what we are take on first half? Yeah, I mean. I think they were they were quite profligate in front of goal as well. I, I, yeah, they, mm. they they did make some chances that they spurned, um, but I felt that the way that we'd set up, you know, you you never could have imagined that Bielsa would set up in that way ever. He just would not have done it. Now the only time I remember him doing that was against Man City, and it was just after Cooper had got sent off, um, yeah. and and we were forced into that position. So low block football, compressing the midfield. It's awful to watch, but actually that that is what we had to do to stop it being a cricket score. Yeah, um, yeah. And, I, and I think that you, you have to have that sort of willingness to just go, do you know what, this side is so good. If we don't do this, we're going to get absolutely pummeled. Um, rather than, so it's kind and, of like damage and, limitation, really, rather than it, trying to basically, play football. And, and if we'd have got to half-time at nil-nil, you then think, right, okay, We've got something, we've got a platform to build on here. We've got something in this game. We've got to half time. Nobody expected, you know, the, I think the odds were somewhat like two to one for Ireland to score in the first 10 minutes. Not not any time, not not in the first half. It, it, was, five, it was five to one for a hat trick, mate. <laughs> That's just obscene. So, nobody expected us to get to half time at nil nil. So, had we done that, no. and then you, you know, the, the, the context of the, the, the talk at half time completely changes if that's nil-nil because you've got something to build on. And you, yeah. you, you're like, right, okay, keep it tight. Um, next 10, 15 minutes, don't give anything away and then we'll try and do something on the break. And that would have try been... Shit out a win, basically. Or even I, absolutely. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, and, if, and, they're, if they're getting frustrated and all that sort of stuff, then they're going to start yeah. slipping up and making mistakes themselves. But they just didn't, did they? They were literally... They, they didn't. To they, were very they were perfect. Yeah. They were perfect. Yeah, they were. They were very professional. Yeah, I mean, it just so, shows... Yeah, the setup for it... Well, we're, just you know, looking at uh, what we're saying is the setup for it. it I I get frustrations <clears throat> from fans. Oh, I'd rather we just had a go, and if we get battered, we get battered. But yeah, hang on a minute. We've, we've also got to look after our goal difference because our goal difference is a lot better than some of those that are down around us. Last year is a perfect example about goal difference. You know, yeah. you look at that; it absolutely made us suffer last last season. And you know, and the if balance we're against Man City was eleven goals to nil last season. That's mad, isn't it? <laughs> you can't do that. So I, yeah, I, for, for me, I, I liked the fight. I liked the passion. We missed Adams. We missed Adams a hell. Of oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. So so, but but being able to have that fight, the passion, and knowing that 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 stubborn nature of no, this is the way that we play. Well, you can't always do that. You can't always impress yourself on a 
on an opponent, especially when it's multi billions of pounds worth of talent that's a real oh, yeah. No. I mean, there were a position, no, a position, there were a point where we pressed them into their back left hand corner. I think this was in the second half. No, it was the first half. Um, because when I'm sat in the south stand, we were shooting towards north stand. Sorry, sorry, they were shooting towards north stand. I'm getting a bit mixed up today. But um, there was a point where we pressed them into their like left back position, and they were just literally, it was like watching, you know, we should have a little gong or a little bell. It was like watching Bielsa's leads in championship where we just passed it around a bit. There were two or two or three players pressing each, you know, pressing each direction and all that sort of stuff. They just passed it round, took the piss, and they were away. And it's just yeah. that you can't, you can't, you can't, just, you can't beat that. I mean, if you if you if you've got such good tactics, which Pep brings to the table, and you've got, like you said, billions of pounds worth of frigging players, like really really good players, it's so difficult to to, to beat that. I mean, I know Brentford did and stuff, you know, and, and they are beatable on the, you know, on a, on a, on, a, on a, any given day, but you know. You're not going to get anything against them. It's only a rare occasion where you're going to get anything against Man City. They're that good, but yeah, it is. But apart from that, you know, there were a couple of good bits. We did miss Tyler Adams. I'm, I'm, I'm with you with that one. But apart from that, really, I mean, I think I went three nil. So you went you did. five one, did you? I did. So, <laughs> so you were only just off. Actually. Yeah, one point yeah, eight. Yeah. You were you were only just off. Um, yeah, so Jay went lead. Predictions leave. Uh, fans went, yeah. So I, I, you know, there were there were um, there's a there's a there's a couple of points being handed around, but there's not going to be any any great changes to the the league off the basis of the Man City game. Off the Man City game, yes. <laughs> so we might as well crack on and speak about the Newcastle match. Then I take it you didn't make the journey there. To, I, I did I not. You watched it on the box on the telly box slap at myself. I I no I I um I am a good boy and I didn't watch it live. And I um, watched the uh, extended highlights and, and all of that sort of stuff. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like it. Uh, I did. <laughs> I watched it. Live. <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit. Um, yeah. No, so, what did you what did you make of it then? Um, the first half. We'll do it. We'll do it by half again, like we just done with Man City. Then, what did you make of the first half? What did you make of the um, team selection actually, with the, a couple of changes made? Um, Adams, where I was coming back in, absolutely one hundred percent. I was coming back in, um, as we said, we, you know, we missed him in the city game, so I, no surprise at all. See him come back in. Um, I, I, I liked the lineup. I, you know, I looked at that lineup and I thought that that that's better. I like the yeah. balance. Um, so I think when 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 looking at it, um, I think that we set ourselves up to go and do something in this game. I, I didn't see anything, you know, I'd, before kickoff against Man City, Newcastle were above them in the league. Um, so it, it, it wasn't that we were playing against the side that's struggling. I think that they were on the uh, the best run of wins out of any side in the Premier League so far this season um, at the yeah. point at which we played them. So we needed to be conscious of that. And we were playing in their backyard where they've been really strong um, under house since, since you joined. They've been strong at home. Um, but I didn't feel like we were just setting ourselves up negatively. It, 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 it did look like we were going to go there and try and do something. I think the conditions were a pretty big leveller. Um, and just in the, um, ju- just the, on the balance of play, you know, it looked very much like the pitch was heavy. Um, and it, 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 was, it, it didn't cut up. I think the pitch held together pretty well. But in those conditions, it's always difficult to get a, a game going. 
I think the one thing that we've not really said about the Man City performance was how terrible the passing was. And it was oh. terrible. Um, it, it didn't improve vastly against Newcastle. Um, however, I think a lot of that is due to the conditions. Yeah. And it was yeah, for both sides. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the rain wouldn't have helped. Um, like you say, it's like bloody glue in it, you know, when it's raining and, you know, trying to zip a pass across. Well, my sure. We spent more time bloody trying to lump it up top, to be quite honest with you. Well, that, that's, what it, <laughs> that's what it felt like to me. Um, you know, straight from the off, we we, we seem to, to be quite positive straight away. Now, Nonto were attacking them, um, I think in the first couple of minutes, I think in the first like two or three minutes, he'd had a shot on goal or whatever. He's just absolutely magic, is that lad? He's so exciting. Yeah. And I, I do hope we manage to keep hold of him for, for some time because there's, there's got to be teams like, you know, your Newcastles and you, dare I say, Man City that are going to be looking at him. I mean, he were, he were all over the place. He was zipping, you know, in between players and all that sort of stuff. He's, he's going to be on a few people's radars, this guy, in, in, in maybe not yeah. next year, though, you know, but definitely in years to come. He's an absolutely obscene talent and, you know, he's a great player. Um, I agree. I think he's, he's, he's really quite, I mean, I think it's fair to say this, he's really quite raw at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. He, but he does that thing, he, he plays without fear, absolutely without fear, and, and I love that. And he wants the ball, and as soon as he gets the ball, he's running at players and he scares them. You can see yeah, that he exactly, scares him, yeah. and he's doing that to yeah, Premier yeah. League players. You know, this is not Championship now, where where any anybody any attacker with pace is going to scare a defence. You know, he's playing again in in the in the hardest league in the world, and he's making it look like it's not that difficult for him. Yeah, the one yeah. thing I would say when I, when I'm saying about him being raw is his decision making hmm. needs to improve a little bit, and his passing when he gets into. A I problem, think passing's not the best, but he's so. I good think that's so a broad spectrum, though. I, th- I generally think that's a broad spectrum. I'm sick and tired. I've said this a few times, and I've said it to lads that I go to football with. When R- Rodrigo's running through, not with the ball, but looking to receive the ball, he's usually just, he just, I nearly swore then, it just buggers <laughs> off in one direction. And then at the last minute, he'll look around and ball's either gone past him or gone somewhere else. And, it, it, and then he'll have a go at somebody about it. Yeah, you'll see, you'll see him kicking off or whatever, but he'll. he'll they always seem to break down. The attacks always seem to break down whenever Rodrigo's got the ball in a forward position because he'll either slow, to, he's too slow to take it, so defenders will catch up with him. He'll turn back and then it won't look, there won't be anyone supporting him or, you know, coming around him or overlapping, which we, we used to see in so much with, with Bielsa and stuff. He'll have to cut back inside and then he'd pass it to either Aronson, who'd then lose the ball, or Forshaw. Jesus Christ, how many times did he lose that frigging ball just from a simple like two-yard pass yesterday. I couldn't believe it. I was getting really frustrated with Forshaw. I thought, if this is what we've got now, you know, then I'm, I'm, I'm done with it because Forshaw <laughs> didn't excite me in the, in the least. I used, to love, I used to love him in championship. I thought he made a couple of decent appearances, especially last season, you know, there or thereabouts when, when Phillips were, were missing or whatever. I thought he did all right, but Christ alive, since he's been back, he was poor against City. I thought he were poor against Newcastle as well. Really wasn't impressed with him. Not impressed. And I tell you, some I'm gonna start ranting now. Aronson, for me, he's not cutting cutting it at a minute. He seems to do a lot of running forward and a lot of losing the ball. His decision making again, like the others that we've already spoken about, seems to hang on to the ball too much and doesn't do a right lot. He does a lot and of nothing, does Aronson. He does a lot of nothing. I mean, I, I, I like him. I think he's a great player, and I think he's got a, you know a great future. But it's, I don't know whether he needs to get do a Jack Harrison and get into gym. You know, beef up, toughen up. I don't know something like that. 
because Harrison used to be quite the same. Yeah, he just seems to run up. Yeah, he's burst fault. I mean, he gets to, he gets fouled a lot. I'll, I'll give him that, but it's because he's hanging on to the ball too much. He'll yeah. burst forward and then he'll be like, and he's like fucking all over the place, and then he'll either lose ball or he'll get tackled. And for me, it's just not good enough. And again, you know, he'll pass it to someone who'll turn inside, turn inside, turn inside. No one there. Pass back to defense, and we see so many attacks break down. The transitional play between you know the defense and the and the attacking is just so poor. It's so yeah. poor. It's so no, frustrating. I, I, I can't disagree with anything you're saying there, and I think you know, Aronson's so lightweight that it, that that's that's becoming really obvious. And I think that if if you get physical with him, you you pretty much put him out and push him out of game. Um, and Tides are going to do that as soon as they've seen that. I think Nonto's a completely different. Oh, yeah. fish because they get they get physical with him. His, his center of gravity is so low. They get physical with him. He's already gone. Yeah, um, yeah. But but Aronson he doesn't seem to have that. Um, so but I think so. If you look at the the players in those positions, we've got we've got Nonto, we've got Somerville, we've got Harrison, we've got Aronson. Um, for me, I, I I I like Aronson. I think he's a good player, but I'm not sure I'd be starting him in next game. Um, I can see. I, mean, I had a couple it, of conversations. It does come down to Somerville's fitness, to be fair. But, oh yeah, um, Somerville's um, a cracking player, but he's been playing in these, you know, these kind of leagues for a while, and he's been exposed to that sort of play, you know, in championship or you know, even do I dare I say under twenty ones? You know, it's more physical. But you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I can see, I, I, over the World Cup, I had a couple of conversations with American fans that were slating Aronson a little bit. And I was like, oh, Lord, Leeds lad, I'm going to have to go and stick up for him, <laughs> regardless. And I was saying, you know, he, he carries the ball well and this, that, and the other. And, and they basically said what I've just said. He says he's good, except he hangs onto the ball too much. He's, you know, he, he flaps around. He's too lightweight. Is this, that, and the other. Is that real enough, a load of stuff? And I thought, oh, whatever, bullshit. But over the last couple of games, I know exactly what they're on about. And I can understand why he's not starting for the States. I can understand yeah. why he's not, you know, he's not on the on, on in the starting eleven like Adams is because Adams like a little Rottweiler. He loves getting stuck in. He loves shit housing people. He stands up for himself. <laughs> Did you see that one where they kicked the ball? <laughs> I think there were two balls on pitch. It was brilliant. It, it was beautiful. Think, like. Would it will it would it will it would it will it? Or one one of their one of their players pulled click out of where didn't they to get a ball and as as yeah. Tyler just booted a ball and balls balls split as we were about to pick one up, shit house real the finest uh, them two click click and 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 Adams together just absolutely brilliant, but um the, just going back like to a couple of like issues that I thought we had, it's just the simple stuff we don't defensively we don't seem to do the simple stuff good enough anymore because there were a moment um. I've made a comment on it. 33 minutes in, we don't do simple, effective things anymore. Clear pass back to Melier, it were cock, uh, but he decided to just boot it straight out of play. Normally, we'd have cut that back into Melier, you know, under a little bit of pressure, and Melier probably would have booted it out himself, to be fair. But, you know, at least you can build up your attack. We don't seem to build up any sort of attacks from defence anymore, especially yesterday. We just seem to just launch it, launch it straight out of trouble, and but they're just giving it straight back to them. Their defence, their defence would, yeah. you know, played really well as well. And they just, and it was just another wave of attack, and we, we we seem to weather the storm. We seem to do all right under their pressure. Luckily, they were shit as well. They couldn't finish their dinner yesterday; otherwise, we could have been in trouble. But I just yeah, think, I, I, I agree. Where's all this basic stuff? 
But it's all right as all the, running round in one direction and all, you know, swarming people. But where's the actual football? And this is what's getting me really, really frustrated. It's, it's just horrible to watch. It's fucking schoolyard sort of shit that we're watching. With a, fl- yeah. a couple of flashes of brilliance, like from maybe Harrison or Nonto or maybe Aronson. And then some top shit houses from Click and Adams. What else is there to really talk about? No. What else and, is there and- to talk about? Do you know, I was really disappointed as well because if you th- if I, I know that I've mentioned Bielsa a few times on this one, and it, it, it's because it, we loved it so much. He's not just dominating possession, but also the the shape of the side and the way that we got at people, but the way that we hurt them with the ball. And I think that I was looking for that from Bill, and he really yeah. disappointed me because what I, what I really wanted was that attacking dynamism from a fullback. Because we've just not had that now. Strike's playing out of position, and um, I think he's doing a manful job. I think he's done really well in that in that yeah, position yeah. That he's been in. But he's not a natural fullback, and he doesn't get forward like a natural fullback does. Don't have the pace as well, does he? Yeah, true. And but but Bill showed us that he's got that that in him, and I was looking for that. So it was a uh, I've not seen that from Rasmus, and it's right. Okay, here you go, Bill. Here's your chance. You get forward. You get out. You push back their winger. And let's see where we get to from there and, and give us a platform further forward to build on. And it just didn't happen. He, he had a really poor game. Um, I think the, the, the thing that really sticks in my mind is um, him having a go at the ref about the fact that Willie had been booked for not retreating 10 yards oh, when the ref had not God. marked it out. And, and so Bill got involved in it and he, you know, he would interest here. And, and, I, and I liked that. And I think that. You know, Adams is clearly a leader. I, I know that he's Captain America, but he's, he's he's clearly a leader. And he had a go at Bill. He and, and you know, Ailey got a couple of things wrong, and Adams were on him, and he was telling him, hmm. "We need that sort of thing." Yeah, your talkers, your leaders, Cooper's a, 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 a great. <clears throat> he's, he's the best leader. There's a reason he's club captain. Ailey's a leader. Adams is a leader. We need them, and we need them people to start stand, stepping up. And I know that. Yeah, um, yeah. We've heard this stuff about the leadership group, and I think Rodrigo's in there, and we've seen an impact from that because he's scoring goals. I think the opportunities to score have been few and far between over the past couple of games for mm. various reasons. But um, we really need that, and and I, 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 I was a, a bit disappointed with Bill, and it'll be interesting to see whether he sticks or twists in next game, um, just on the principle that I thought they were quite a poor showing from him. I think he'll probably stick Christensen back in at right back now against West Ham. And I think we'll probably be a little bit more positive going forward as well. Because I think they'll probably not expect to get I won't say dicked, but you know, as much as much pressure like we got from City and and um, and, and Newcastle. But then again, you know, West Ham are quite a physical team as well. You know, mm, they've got yeah. their talisman, Declan Rice, you know, he's a he's, he's a bloody strong player, you know, and he'll he'll be I think Adams will definitely have his his work cut out for him. Um, against them, but obviously we'll we'll talk about the West Ham game in, in, on Tuesday. But yeah, I mean, we did we dug in. It was like being like well, like Bastogne in World War Two, one it out, or they were going off all around us and we we're getting <laughs> battered to death. But we, you know, we, we stuck it out. Meslier, you know, he, he did he did well. He, he made a couple of good saves. Um, and and all in all, really, it's you know, it were a well fought hard point, but it just it just leaves that little bad taste in your mouth in it because it was just such a short like poor game from us going forward. We didn't sort of show any sort of initiative going forward. We look lost again, but it's a continuous theme this this season going into last season that once we're in that attacking sort of, you know, mode, we just seem to be, it's so slow, so laborious. Yeah. 
and I know we're going to go back to because we've got the thing is like with Bielsa, you've got this holier than holy man who changed our complete idea of what football should be, and it was fantastic. We defended well, we defended competently, we attacked well, we we attacked fast and with aggression, and they just there's, there's nothing. When it when Marsh came in, I mean, I'm going to be I'm, you know me, I've been saying it from the minute he walked into a club that I don't think he's the right guy for us. I, do, I still don't. I don't like his football. I'll support him because he's our manager, but I don't like what I'm seeing. It's boring. I've, I've got no interest in it whatsoever. But we were promised something similar and there is nothing, nothing similar. Any any mm. aspect of Marsh's football is not similar to, to Bielsa's football. There is nothing, absolutely nothing. And the, probably the only fact that they use one striker up top but we're using Rodrigo, who's not a number nine. We, we've got a number nine, half a biscuit left in chuffing Price's bloody medical suite back at Thorpe Arch. You know, we need a striker. We need someone who can make these runs, make these, because that's what Bamford were good at. Yeah. Whether we'll see him playing properly again, I don't know. And I, I, to be honest, I don't really care because I'm sick of fucking having, oh, I've swore. I tried not to swear. <laughs> we're not past the watershed. I'm sick of having broken players in our squad. That we're relying heavily on all the time, and them bar stewards in the board need to start making recruitments and need and need to start pushing the pound coins around because we need backup. Because we, I reckon, you look at our league position now and we're in fourteenth. I don't think we're you know anywhere near out of the relegation zone yet. That's a really tight knit you know set of teams down there, the bottom of the league. It is, and and I think if you look at um, the points, you know, we're we're only, what, three, four points clear of bottom? So we might be in 14th at the moment, but that that can change very, very quickly. Um, And, you know, we we spoke on the main pod about the the run of games that we got at the end of the season, is we need to be well clear before we hit April. Um, oh, yeah. Because May is awful, but April's not not much better. So I think oh, God, I, yeah. I think you are right. I think the one thing that I would say is that Newcastle were awful as well. So yeah, they were, you know, and they, it's a good they, job. They were a bit well, yeah, but they they were a bit profligate in front of goal as well. They did have a couple of chances. Um, I think Almiron missed one. Wood missed one. Um, I mean, when Wood Wood went round Melier early on in the game, and you're thinking, oh shit, there's a man open. I in didn't. Sh- I didn't shit myself. I don't know about you. I, I, I don't know about you, but I thought mm. I didn't even. Normally, if it had been any any, if it had been Callum Wilson, I'd have gone, "Oh dear." But it was it Wood. I think Wood is terrible. I think he's a terrible. Yeah, but all he had to do was literally just play it into middle. I know. He's a penalty merchant. He can kick it hard. He kicks he it, hard kick it hard towards goal. He can kick it hard. We've seen him time and time again. And for he can us, head it really hard. bloody hard. And he can head it hard. But he's just he's it's a Mitchell Cresswell, Rob Hulse. Oh God! It's not much he's better, nothing like it? we had. He's not. The, he's not the wood we had at Leeds. Fucking hell! Not a chance. No, he's. he's, he's not. I, and I, but <clears> I think you know they were they were par in front of goal, but they were par in general. It felt yeah. very much to me like um, Tony Pulis was managing them, and 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 that that um, what or or it was like playing Derby when they had what's his name with big throw. Um, yeah, let's just get into. Um, oh yeah, uh, chuck it in. Get, chuck it in mixer. Yeah, 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 get in their half, and then and then and, and it very much felt to me like Newcastle were right. Get in their half, and let's roll around on floor and get a free kick, which the ref gave every single time. Um, let, let's roll around on floor, get a free kick, and then we can just aim for some giants in box. And it was let put it in mix of football. Now, I think it, 
some of the stuff that I've seen them play so far this season has been much better. And it might be going back to the level of, that we talked about, the conditions and what have you. But they were awful. They, they were really bad. They didn't look to try and play football. I didn't see them trying to dominate as a midfield. That that Gamares, I think he's a good player, but I didn't they see anything to stick from him to at all. Mostly to sides. They see, I don't know whether that's because of how, how we set up or whatever. They thought, oh, we'd be better going down the sides, down the sides rather than going through the middle with four short Adams in there. And the weather, and, I don't know. And maybe so. And yeah, the conditions definitely <clears throat> won't have. It never helps when when it's that heavy rain. It never helps the football be be fancy free flowing stuff. But. But they were genuinely, they were awful. They were one of the worst. It, it was like we were watching Everton or Wolves just mm. rolling around on floor. And I oh, didn't God, expect yeah. that from them. They were really, really poor. And some of the stuff that I've seen today about um, how aggressive and, and how dirty Leeds were, I didn't really see it. I really didn't. I, I saw a lot of, you know, um, I think they were quite lucky actually um, to not, uh, I think one one player could have had a, a, a three yellow cards, um, but I, I think we were in we were in that position where there were a oh, couple Joe of times. That, well, Joe, Joe Linton himself, been, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, hands in the face, no, no That's booking a, at all. Oh, couldn't couldn't believe that, mate. No booking. <clears throat> I couldn't believe you. You mentioned it earlier about Nonto getting booked for standing somewhere where he didn't know he couldn't be. <laughs> um, but also, I don't know if you noticed towards. I think it was around the eighty eighty fifth minute. I'm not sure. Aronson had a free kick on the, oh, well, outside the box. And before he'd even taken it, their wall was a, a good yard further forward than the old shaving foot. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, uh, hello, he's not, he's, you know, <laughs> you've literally just booked one of our players. What are you going to start booking five of theirs? And by the time he'd actually gone to take it, I hadn't seen a, a clip of it and I wasn't watching a proper thingy, so I didn't have it on the <laughs> But I couldn't, I couldn't go back, so I, I couldn't get a, a proper screenshot of it. But they were about three yards further forward than the old shaving foam line as he was taking it, and it hit the wall. Shock. I'm like, hold on. You know. <laughs> have, have we got to a point where Newcastle are in the mix with all the, the big six or whatever, and they're just getting every single decision that they want? It's getting, I mean, it's getting ridiculous, isn't it? So uh, there's, there's a lot of entitlement. <clears throat> on behalf of the players and on behalf of the, the Newcastle fans, there was a lot of entitlement. And um, I saw somebody earlier say they're going the way of Liverpool, where no one likes them anymore. Because um, it used to be that, that a lot of play, a lot of people, I've, I've hated them forever. I can't stand them. But um, a lot of people used to, it were almost uh, yeah. the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And they hated the scum so much that people, Leeds fans were all right with Liverpool fans. I think a lot of that's gone. Yeah, A lot yeah. of that's down to Klopp, but a lot of that's gone. Yeah. And I do yeah. see Newcastle going a similar way. Now, Newcastle fans have always had this thing. They've always spent too much money. They they were part of the problem in the Premier League right from the start. It was them and the scum spending too much money. They'll point to Chelsea. Like them, Chelsea right. came after that. But yeah, Jack Walker's millions. But um, so I think yeah, you you look back over the course of the the Premier League, and they've been um, twats, and that, that's continued. Um, but I was really really surprised at just how poor a side they were. And it wasn't just their capability; it was the, how negatively and how dour the football was intended to be. Because that was how they set up to play. That wasn't yeah. just how the how the game went. That that for me looked like that was how they set up. So yeah, I was really disappointed in Newcastle. I thought that we were going to see a mm. a good footballing team. Um, and Man City aside, whenever somebody's tried playing football against us, we've done really well. Mm. So you look at Chelsea; they tried playing and we beat them three 0 
Um, Liverpool tried playing against us. We beat them in their own backyard. Newcastle didn't try and play football against us. And maybe they were looking at us going, hang on a minute. If you try and play expansively against this lot, they'll, they will beat us. They'll find a way to beat us. And so maybe that there was half an eye on that. Uh, but a lot of Newcastle fans have been going, I can't believe how negative Leeds were. And, and, and you know, that, that for me just looks like they've got blinkers on because for me, it was Newcastle that were the more negative of the two sides. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you say, um, I, I expected more from Newcastle, but I'm kind of glad that they didn't give us more because I don't think we really kept up to it. Um, oh, yeah, so I'm not the only one who was saying that then. Yeah. A few. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, there's, there's a couple of people in, in the comments. In fact, it wore uh, the balding pom. And I think it was Michael Brown just mentioning about Rads. Um, he says, not sure if Rads is going to spend any more money given that he's indicated he might be selling up at the end of the season with the 49ers looking to become the majority shareholders at the club. Balding Poms said something similar. Makes you wonder who's pulling the strings. Rads won't invest more. He's going to lose money. I don't see how he's going to lose money. Only if only if we get relegated, would he lose money? <clears throat> Wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we were unofficially being run by the 49ers. Um, what what's your, what do you, what's your take on that then? Because obviously the transfer window opens tomorrow, and we certainly need to make we 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 need signings. We need a left back, and ideally we need another striker as well. Yeah. So what's, so your, t- what's I, your take on that? I mean, we are. Heavily linked. I think um, I have seen confirmation that we've had somebody pass a, a medical, um, Verber. Is it that word, Verber, Werber? Yeah. yeah. Left back from um, Salzburg. <laughs> Guess what? Well, he, he's a centre-back, but he can play left back. And and there was somebody kicking off on Twitter earlier, Woody, um, on, on Twitter saying, I wish people would do the research. Look at this, he's been playing left back all season. Yeah, but I just pointed it out to him, so a strike. You don't make him in left back. Yeah, he's exactly. a centre-back. Yeah, just because um, he's versatile. Yeah, yeah. You want, yeah someone, you want someone with pace and... But he, he has he has been playing for him. He's their captain. He's twenty four, so you know he, he looks like he fits the mold of the sort of player that we're looking at. Um, but we've seen Erasmus that the step up from that league into our league is is, is tough. That's difficult. Um, so, and and whether he'll come in and he'll be ready right from the outset is is, is difficult. I think if we look at the wider thing, 
um, the 49ers versus the Rabs versus who's going to put the money in. Um, I think there's. it looks to me like there are issues there in as much as we're not entirely certain. If you look at Rabs, it looks like you, it's this thing of, well, if you were just, if you were selling your house, but somebody already owned some of it, would you pile loads of money into it to sell it? Or are you just giving somebody else some of your money free? And it, it, it's the, I think it's, it's the thing of, we're, we're kind of twixt in between. Because if you've got one single owner, then that one single owner invests or doesn't and chooses to do whatever they do. And if they yeah. invest, then you're hoping that you're increasing the value of the property of whatever it is that you own. If if we're in a situation where the 49ers don't want to put money in yet because they're not majority shareholder, and Rad is looking at that and going, well, they will have to make significant investment, though, will they? They can't just use. It's not literally just Rad that's funding everything. I know that they, I, I've read I've read a few times that they've invested in certain areas and certain times over the last few seasons, just because they've got like I think it's forty six percent. Is it forty six percent they've got? It was no. forty four. It could have grown slightly. It might be forty four. I don't know. But just because they've only got forty four percent, doesn't mean that they're not putting anything into the pot. They're still part yeah. of the club. They still have to make you know investments. So it's not all Radwizani that's having you know foot the bills for everything. They will have to as well. It's just that that final fifty four percent or whatever it is. Hopefully that'll be see you later, Rad. He'll probably retain twenty percent of it or whatever, and then the forty nine ers yeah. can come and take over. But at the end of the day, if you're if you're wanting to maintain the Premier League status, then you need to invest in areas the way we're suffering badly, and that is an area. So do you take a hit of I don't know twenty to thirty million, pump it into and, and you know I hope to God that we we survive this season. Or do you take you know take a gamble and then end up losing probably you know a third of what the, the club's value is anyway, which is probably more than that, wasn't it? 70, 70, 80 million probably. I think if you're in a so position, you've got, to, where you've got to weigh up your options. You have, but I, you know, I think you wipe eighty percent of the value of the club off if it's if it gets relegated. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, I think we're like. Oh yeah, it'd be, uh, uh, for me, it'd be. 100, 200 million that you wipe off the value of the club. It's a no-brainer, isn't it, really? I, I, I think so. I, I think, um, and you look at the sorts of players that we need. We need a player that's going to come in and, and he's going to uh, occupy defence that scores goals. They're expensive. So they've, they've got to find a way to get the investment right that allows us to ensure that we maintain our status in the in the league. And I've said I've said for a while. I said from the start of the season, I think 17th is the best we can hope for. I, I firmly hope that we'll finish 17th because I don't think we'll do any better. Um, and yeah. you, you know, Richie Holmes and, and a couple of others there have, have, have mentioned um, players that will be linked with. You know, the Ryan Kent will come back round. Noah Lang will come back round. Shea Adams will come back round, and those links will still be there. Um, Rodrigo De Paul has been linked again. You know, we missed out on him last time round. Yeah, Hackpo's gone to Liverpool with What about Ryan Kent? Has he been linked by any chance? I mentioned chance? him. I've not well seen him, but, but, but yeah. Um, Kent, yeah but first one I might mentioned. as well throw so, him yeah. in the mix. Yeah, there you go. Liam V. Noah Land linked with us again. So, I, I, we, we can we can name the players that we're going to be linked with. Uh, Cunha we won't be linked with because Wolves beat us to him. No. We missed out on that one as well. Um, it, it, it's it's it, it, And it's so frustrating that as fans you can reflect on the, the gaps in the... You know, I had a lot of people saying to me at the start of the season, well, the, the, the transfer window's not shut yet. We'll sign a left-back and we'll sign a striker. I'm really confident with that. We didn't. 
and and we've we've not like, made any sort of we've not made a, any purchases. We've done none of transactions in January since I, I can't I, remember. Yeah, we are for sure. Maybe it's going back no, a, a long time. No, it it was. I think it was Kika. Or oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! So um, so yeah, that's gone well. Wow. Um, so I don't see you spending a lot because I think our board has said loads of times that there's no value in a January, January transfer. Um, so I don't see us spending a lot if, if, if we do spend. It might be that we bring in this one defender. It might be that we get an attacking player. I hope we do. I think we really, really need one. But whether it'll be yeah, the player yeah. that we need or not is a different matter. So, I, yeah, I, I, I have no faith that the club will go out and do what's needed in January because we've seen that they're just done. <laughs> I don't see, uh, Luke Thompson's comment, I don't see 49 is spending loads on players. They are more about stadiums and revenue. That's true, but you need to. Uh, I've heard a few I don't people know with that one. I'm, I don't yeah, know with that one. You can't like, get relegated in NFL, um, so they do concentrate on maximizing <clears throat> their match day income through yeah. various different revenue streams. You don't want we a fifty-six thousand seat championship. You aren't going to feel. Exactly. Like, you're not even going to fill half of Ellen Road, as you know. I've seen so many for, for so many years in the championship. If we start being shit again, after after people are going to feck off. Yeah, but I'll be able to get the season ticket. I've been on a, a waiting list for years and years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing it. I do just want to point out is, yeah, cheers. One thing I do just want to point out is Bandit. But he said, 100%, I said this from the start, he's called him a fish-eyed fool right from the start and said that he's not right for us. And I think there's more and more people coming <clears> around to that way of thinking. Me, me and Bandit have been there right from the start, mate. Do you know right what? He, he, he did keep us up and fair play to him. But the football is so shy. And all, it, it, it seems to me like all we do is just try to uh, present chaos into a game with no control at all. No. That, that, that's, that's not a way to sustain a football club. You know, it's it just great seems to like, last eight games of a season, but, but not now. It's like they do walk out onto a pitch with tin hats, batten down the hatches, chaps, we're going to get battered yeah. again, you know. Tally-ho and all that sort of thing. I don't want to see that. I don't pay money to go and watch my team getting battered and see if we can get a point or get a result, shithouse a result somewhere. I want them to go toe-to-toe and be competitive and win and, you know, perhaps maybe even get to you. There were uh, Mark Canberra's name on Twitter. Oh, this blah, 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 about top six. I don't care about the top six. Obviously, I'd love to one day maybe, you know, dip a toe into the top six again like we used to do so many years ago. But I just want to be a successful competent club, run well, enjoy the football first and foremost, because I do not enjoy the football. I do not enjoy the football at all. I enjoy, when, when, I'm, in, when I'm at Ellen Road, I enjoy watching the guys kicking the fucking football at half-time, warming up, more than some of the football <laughs> that's put on the frigging display. And I'm being serious. You know, it's just back dizzy pens. Oh well, I, hey, I, I was saying that the other week. Actually, I mean, I know it's, it's you know we, we joke or whatever, but I used to enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> some me too. Up really. his sambas coming and fucking slipping all over, <laughs> yeah. all sort of falling over. <laughs> Great so, stuff. Um, I think to, Richie's asked the question here. Um, will we have any outgoings? Are you selling Harrison to bring in a striker? It was interesting, actually, because a lot of people were saying, well, Ariton's not playing against Man City and uh, he's a good outlet for us and, and the fact that he's not playing must mean that he's leaving and then he played against Newcastle. Um, so that's an interesting one, really. And, and you don't know if that were there were question marks around fitness. 
Uh, Somerville again, I think we'll be playing. I yeah. think he might have had uh, glandular fever at the same time Melier did. But I think coming back and playing as a winger is quite different to coming back and playing in net. In it, in terms of yeah, the absolutely. demands on your body and and the, the, the uh, ability to and stuff. exactly that. So um, it, it is a different proposition. So it might be that he was just carrying an injury, but he's probably the most marketable asset that we could afford to let go. I don't want him to go. I, I do rate him. He's frustrating at times. I get it. But I I, I think he's a, a good player and I wouldn't want to see him leave. No. But if you were getting the tens of millions that were talked about, you know, Newcastle were looking at a £40 million bid, that was the rumour. You look at that. I heard that they'd, they'd bid in something really low, like really early 20s. And that's why they were basically laughed at. We laughed him right. out of the not out of the park. That's that's what I heard. They came in with a r- ridiculously low offer for him, and they were just like, uh, "No." I mean, yeah. If if they came in with a big offer, then you could see him going. Um, yeah. And whether that would all be reinvested, you know, we saw money come in for Raf and, and Calvin in the summer. It didn't all get reinvested. I think we we spent what ten million less than we brought in, or, or maybe slightly less than ten million. Um, would we reinvest everything? Difficult to know. Um, but I've no faith that we'd go out and find the right person anyway. No, the recruitment no. is as, is just as suspect as the amount of spend. Oh, well, we got oh, 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 have Leipzig or Salzburg got left that we couldn't pilfer <laughs> from. We're going to have to start laughing at New York Red Bull or whatever. <laughs> exactly, we laugh, right? <laughs> but you know, based on currently, you know what's going on over the last couple of you know transfer windows, we just seem to be raiding previous clubs that Jesse's been in charge of. Yeah, I'm like. I just think there are other options. There are other players out there. You know, even within Premier League teams, you know, players that are on the cuff that are, you know, quite fit in a certain style. I mean, is it worth going out for a winger? Because we don't bloody use them. We don't use yeah. wingers now. You might as well bolster your chuffing, your, your, your defence or your centre midfield and maybe buy a, an absolutely outstanding number 10 that can juggle a ball at the end of his foreskin because <laughs> you, your wingers are completely ineffective. And even is if that you do manage to cross ball? the ball... It, <laughs> maybe but even if they do cross a ball and there's no frigger there to bloody edit in or you know whatever else anyway because they'll be in yeah. Rob Price's chuffing surgery back at Thorpe Arch what's part um, in fact we might as well just dissolve and sack it all off yeah just, just, let's just all go on I, I guess the the, uh, the the only um, the only other one is um, Timo Werner he's at Salzburg oh right yeah 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 has some Premier League experience. Again. I think is he cost them something on... mad, like seventy million. He's um, only on loan from Chelsea, though, isn't he? Easy. I think so. Ah, I think right, so. Okay. I don't think they bought him. I think he kind of scuttled back because Chelsea are set shit out and don't play him. He's a bloody good player, him as well. You know, he won't good for them. Not for them. But who, who does go down there and excel anymore? True. You know. Yeah. It's thin pickings, isn't it? Really, but. Jeez. Anyway, so yeah, I've got I've got no faith in us doing any of that. <laughs> Bloody hell, Aston Villa beat Tottenham two 0 <laughs> That's just not how, what that. we wanted, really, is it? <laughs> Could have done without that. What did you did you manage to look at some of the results over the weekend? Um, I watched a bit of. Who is it later? Forest, didn't it? Bournemouth. Bournemouth oh, seemed to be. Bournemouth seemed to be struggling a little bit. As the Southampton, we know that. Um, Everton, it's only a matter well, of time. Everton got beat by Fulham. Practicing. You know, I were hoping that Fulham would drop yeah. off a cliff. Um, yeah. and, and that's not looking like it's happening. 
Um, Everton managed to pox a draw. I don't know if you saw the <clears> goal. <throat> Demar Gray's goal. It, 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 he actually slipped. He's a player. And then yeah. he just banged it in top corner. And I think it cost him like two and a half million or something, did Gray? Um, yeah, yeah, it was somewhat some, some really small. When we played him first, yeah. I think Everton won our first game of the season, won it last season. It was our first game yeah. back. And Demar Gray were absolutely ripping it up on their left wing. Frigging hell, he's bloody good, him. And then obviously Pickford yeah. were, were time wasting from, you know, first minute. But, you know, you've got 20, you know, from, from bottom to top, you've got Southampton, Forest, Wolves, West Ham, Everton, Bournemouth. I think someone in the comments section said that they don't expect to see uh, teams like West Ham and Leicester. In fact, it was Michael Brown. Um, he said it's going to be Southampton, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth and Leeds in the teams fighting to avoid relegation. I don't see West Ham, Wolves or Leicester in rele relegation dogfight. Wolves, maybe not, but I certainly do see um, Leicester well, dropping. I think um, he, he's, he's already had the impact and they're spending money, so they brought in Cunha yeah, as well. Exactly. And and I don't know if I'm saying his name, Lopper to go. I'm not I don't know if I'm saying it right, but he, he, he's got some pedigree and he's um you know, I, I think he's already had an impact. Yeah, I know they got beat, but it was a scum and the poxed the poxed one nil. Um so I, I, I don't know. I, I I do think Wolves will be all right. I do think Leicester and West Ham will move away. Um, and, and I think that the two of them, I, I do think that they'll leave us behind. Yeah. Well, you know, proof will be in the pudding or whatever. But I, I, I don't know. I think, you know, with a couple of signings, hopefully, you know, we're speaking kind of with cross fingers, aren't we now? But, you know, with a couple of signings in the right places, you know, we, you know, bolster our, our team. I think, I think we've probably got enough to get it over the line. It's just, I don't want another, and I, I, I'm sure I'm speaking on behalf of absolutely every single Leeds United fan there is. I don't want another relegation fight. I want to be comfortable. Oh, that's impossible. Never, oh, well, I know it's impossible. That's nobody told us it's impossible. impossible. <laughs> but how, how good were it looking back on the, on the you know, the 21-22 season when we just, it was just, 2021, uh, 20, 20, sorry, when... You know, halfway through the season, maybe two, what, three quarters away, we, we knew we were safe and we were up there. We played as best football at the end of that season, as first season yeah. back. Because there was no pressure. We weren't going to get relegated. and we, we just had the freedom. Granted, we were playing better football, better tactics, blah, 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 whatever you want to make of it. But I'd just like to get to a position relatively soon where I think, yeah, we're comfortable. I think we'll be all right. But I don't because every, every game, I'm literally biting the nails off the end of my fingers because I don't know whether we're going to get absolutely steamrolled or shit hours a point. Or shit house a win. Yeah. yeah. Because every every win, every win that we've had has been unexpected. It has. It's been unexpected. We aren't expected to win that game. I'm not, I Apart think from we Wolves, are maybe. Bournemouth, I would say. Bournemouth, but bloody hell, we, we made a chuffing effort at that, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, 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 but I think people expected to win beforehand. We expected to win that, but we only just expected to win it. That's my, that's my point. The ones that were not expected to win, you know, your Liverpools, your Chelsea's, you know, putting up a bloody decent performances there. <sighs> I just think, fuck, you know. But that don't keep so, you up. Yeah. You know, every, every point no, is important, but but your point against Newcastle, your three points against Chelsea, it's it's actually, it's, it's your Wolves, it's your West Ham's, it's your Bournemouth. <laughs> Paul will say, why have a boring mid-table? I'd love to be boring mid-table anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Right now, he'd be born in mid-table. I'd avoid a heart attack, if nothing else. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd, I'd love to avoid heart surgery, having, having everything <laughs> crossed. Re rewired heart for end of season. LKBJ's in the house. We're in real trouble when they can't rely on anyone else to save us. 
That's Jet. Yeah. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Can't argue but, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of people. Are, I mean, myself probably included. You know, it's a bit doom and gloom at the minute, but it's because we expect. I think Jesse Marsh came out and said that our expectations are too high <laughs> over the weekend. Our expectations are too high. Mid table is not too high of an expectation, really. Can we just you know, be mediocre for a couple of seasons? Can we just is that yeah, can we just be <laughs> mediocre shit for a few seasons to establish yourselves? Make, you know, have a strong team, get rid of a shit manager, bring in a decent manager, and then crack on for maybe some European places, or at least maybe even a cup run, a decent cup run. Yeah, you know, damn you well, know, we're going to lose to Cardiff. Yeah, we're going to lose to Cardiff, aren't we? So, if you say, you know. yeah, we are. But if 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 three seasons on bounds. You're in somewhere between eighth and twelfth, and and you know you're you're building that momentum of maintaining and maintaining. Then you do concentrate on the cups, and you go like, right, okay, let's let's just have a good cracker. You know, we we've spoken before ahead of um, cup games. But survival is absolutely key because otherwise everything's just gone again. Survival yeah. is the only thing that matters this season. G- doing well in the cup, yeah, it'd be great, but not at the cost of being able to get results in the league, you just can't afford. Oh, yeah, to. absolutely. I'm on about. Sorry, I, I, I'm on about when we're we're comfortably in mid table and we yeah. can maybe get. Oh, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. I don't mean now. Sod it. I know we're going to lose to Cardiff. <laughs> or we might we might beat them on penalties or something ridiculous, and then lose to someone else even shitter in the next round because that's <laughs> what usually happens in FA Cup. But I just you know I just want some sort of continuity. Everyone's heart rates to be you know reduced significantly. And just enjoy football again because it's just not enjoyable, is it? <laughs> it really isn't. I don't watch the presses. I don't watch the inside training stuff anymore. I've just completely <laughs> lost interest. I've just completely lost interest. Let's finish on a positive. Melly is a star. Melly is a wonderful, wonderful we're human. We're bringing in a defender, it looks like, which will allow Strike to move inside and we can fuck off cock. Richie, That's you'll have to join us on Tuesday to find out. That's all I'm <laughs> Um 
you know, we Adams is a brilliant shithouse and he's playing really well. Um, Nonto's exciting. We've got a player that we can get excited about. Somerville's another one that we can get excited about. Rodrigo scoring goals, it's not all bad. Um, it's just, it's been a bit shit recently. But it's not all bad, and I think there's still there's still something there. We 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 should have enough with what we've got, and if there's a little bit of investment, I, I'm I'm not I'm not confident of that. But if there's a little bit of investment, we've got enough on paper to be able to do something this season that means that we Absolutely. can get in that 14, 15th and and be reasonably comfortable. Um, there is enough there. I don't think there is enough there. Under Marsh, that's my only issue. It's not all negative, but it all becomes dour and negative when it all comes from the gaffer that way. And that's that's my only issue at the moment. When is Sunny back? I think it's a couple of weeks. I think they said in the last update. Um, I think him and Dallas are looking at returning at the same sort of time. I want to say that's a big deal. That is a that's Stuart Dallas, man. Oh, I love that. Well, man. not not just Dallas, but Sinister is scares folk. He, oh, he yeah. gets the ball down and they are petrified oh. of him. Imagine having Sinister back as well. I mean, he was playing really well before he got injured. He was, and I wanted um, to see him play inside. So I think from a from a position of um he, he was starting on the right, but he was playing as an inside forward. He would always drift inside. So it's like, well, okay, just play him there. If that's where he wants that naturally where he's going to pick up position. Play him in the middle. We've got two defensive, you know, whether you're playing Mark Rocker and, and Adams or whether you're playing Forshaw and Adams, whatever. We've got two deep lying or click. We've got two players sat there giving us that confidence of you got you guys go and attack. So if you've got Nonto and Sinistera and uh, Somerville all playing behind a forward, that's exciting. You know, Harrison, I think he's a bit a bit too lightweight. Harrison, he, 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 he's struggling at the moment. Whether you start with those three or whether you finish with those three and bring him on as an impact sub or whatever, that's exciting yeah. football and that's what we yeah, want yeah. to see. Good attacking options, options as well. Something to change it up. Galat's kind of dropped off the, the, the off the um, field of view as well, I suppose. I've just got um, Michael Brown's comment has just said, um, "Who do you guys prefer, Adams or Calvin Phillips?" Well, Calvin Phillips is a mercenary bastard. Um, so, in terms of prefer, one of them is our shithouse and one of them is shithouse does. So, yeah. I, I think but if, if you look at them as footballers, which I think is what the question is, um, I think Calvin's got more to his game. I do. I think overall, his passing range, yeah, I think he's passing range. That's why we had to buy Adams Adam. in the first place. Yeah, to replace absolutely. Calvin Phillips. It's two players to replace one. So, I think he's got more to his game. Um, However, as I an out-and-out out defender, though, as an out-and-out, out, you know, yeah. Rottweiler, nibbler, I'm going to get at you, I'm going to do the shit out. Adams. Yeah, Calvin's a very Adams. nice boy. Yeah, Calvin's a very nice, you know, he's got he's got his his dimples and his cheeky smile and all of that. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, he had he had a he had a tackle in him. Um, oh yeah, yeah, love the tackle. I think I think if you look at um, the fours that Leeds have had, um, Adams fits that mold more than Calvin does. I would say. So, in terms of personal preference, I think um, Adams is closer to a batty mould. He's not batty. Absolutely, I'm not saying he's yeah. batty, but he's no, closer to, 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 to batty and that, that, that type of playing. And, you know, the shit at like kicking the ball so they hit the other ball and, and, and you know, it, uh, Newcastle players going, what, what what's going on? What, what, I can't I believe it. And you can see Adams just, game. like, talking to him like, yeah, fuck you. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love that, so, mate. And and he's also got that that little dispassionate bit. Like you, I, I don't know if you remember, but there were a friendly that Batty played, and he just absolutely kicked the shit out of them. And um, Adams has got that, uh, uh, but he'd kick somebody and he'd just walk off and shrug. Like I don't, what, know, me? I don't, what, I don't know what, what your problem is. What? <laughs> he, he wasn't denying it. it. it just no. yeah, it just it just go yeah yeah. I kicked you. All right, get over it. Come on, let's crack exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah, Adams yeah, has no. got that about so. him, and and now I, I think you know I had a lot of love for Calvin when he played for us, but but um, I've I've got love a lot of love for Adams now. We've got some more coming in. We've got more Richie uh, Richie Holmes asking us to. Um, <laughs> I did see that one. Just go back to uh, back to Liam. Can you imagine <clears throat> a, a world in which we've Arden. got Cock, Willie, Arden, and Arden. Cock and Willie? <laughs> imagine. <laughs> I mean that that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? But I think we'll talk. Um, let me just. I, I think there's. Are we are we on um, the main pod on Tuesday? I can't remember. The old I rotar. I, I'll bring up the old rotar. So two main pods. Tuesday is myself, Jay, Carl, and Luke. So we will probably look at transfers, uh, who's coming in, who's going out, um, and, and all that sort of stuff on Tuesday. So we'll get in, we'll get yeah. more into that. This was not supposed to be a quick Baradi and Kirk, and we've ranted and raved for an hour and a five minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we'll look at who we're potentially letting go out on loan, who we're bringing in. I don't think we'll bring anyone in on loan, but any sort of transfer business and, and what we're going to be hopefully looking forward to for the rest of the season on Tuesday, like I say, so there'll be me, Jay, Carl, and Luke on Tuesday. In fact, it won't, it'll be. Oh, no, it will, because we're playing Wednesday, aren't we? We're playing West Ham on Wednesday. So, yes, we'll be reconvening on Wednesday. Unfortunately, Gilly won't be there, but he'll probably be on Berardi and Coke. Yeah, probably. Probably. Who knows? <laughs> well, thank you, everyone else, for joining us. I think we've wobbled on enough, uh, enough for now, but thanks for everyone. Uh, hopefully, your heads aren't too sore. Like I said, I did feel a bit, a little bit rough, but I'm glad we've had a chat. It's uh, nice, nice to talk. It's good so to talk. It is good to talk. So hopefully everyone's had a good uh, new year, and we will see you all on Tuesday. Thanks, Gilly. Thanks for joining me, mate. Cheers, pal. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.